What's going on, everybody, and welcome to the other side of the firewall podcast, where we talk about the latest and greatest of cybersecurity news, as well as we highlight those movers and shakers and glass ceiling breakers, those people of color who've made to the other side of the proverbial firewall. My name is Ryan Williams, as I am joined by Chris Abacon. What's going on, everybody? What's going on? Special guest for the week. Um, so uh, definitely continue to tune in throughout the week. So Monday, Tuesday are topics. So if you have not done so already, please go back to Monday, where we talk about Airbus and their uh, upcoming $2 billion acquisition. For a big data company um, and then Wednesday will be a discussion uh, we're going to go over some uh, CMMC 2.0 topics uh, and then Thursday I may or may not have an interview um, it's I'm going to record it uh, for behind the scenes we recorded on Monday however it takes me some time to uh, edit and process and things of that nature so hopefully it'll be up by that time but if not look, look forward to it throughout the week uh, and then Friday everything else so movies books games all that good stuff but uh, this topic, so today we're going to talk about uh, from fedscoop.com, uh, uh, the energy department has cyber threats to infrastructure in mind with a $70 million funding offer. So we're starting New York with a, a pretty big bang. So we talk about that that $2 billion um, for Atos that Airbus is trying to spend. Now we're talking about $70 million um, that the Department of Energy is trying to spend. Um, and this is going into a uh, research and development um, kind of fund that will help them to deliver infrastructure against cyber th uh, related threats and other physical hazards, part of their senior agent official um, uh, kind of briefing where he's trying to um, uh, basically protect their house, right? They, they're trying to beef up their defense. Um, for the Department of Energy. Um, and last week we talked about the ransomware threat that hit, I believe it was Idaho, um, where the, the hundreds or thousands of their employees' PII was uh, was leaked. Uh, we've talked about in the past how, uh, even here in Florida, right? So Oldsmar's um, water plant was uh, was attacked um, with an RDP um, uh, remote desktop um, uh, threat where basically they're trying to bump up the... Um, I think it was the fluoride levels um, or something like that to unhealthy um, uh, levels that may have made people potentially sick. Hopefully that that was thwarted. Uh, luckily, somebody was on the on the stick and paying attention. Um, but uh, we we've just in the past we've kind of discussed how um, a lot of our infrastructure is just not as secure as it, it as it needs to be. Uh, especially in light of the Ukraine Russia situation, where you're seeing uh, infrastructure uh, attacks on the the daily. Um, uh, we've talked about Colonial Pipeline, like right, so people were panicked because they weren't able to get gas. Uh, and we talked about uh, JBS, uh, I believe that's South America, the meatpacking um, company, where they were unable to get uh, their products out the door. So this initiative is absolutely necessary. So, Chris, what's your thoughts? Yeah, so it's definitely a necessary initiative, and it's a welcome one. Specifically, one, I wanted to call out uh, one thing in the article where 5 million of the funds will be going to universities, travel nations, companies, and people to provide solutions into the research and development field. So it'd be cool to see, um, you know, universities and, you know, maybe potential training for, you know, workforce. But this kind of initiative is what we, I believe, what we need, um, you know, the government to step up if, you know, we really do have this cybersecurity personnel shortage, you know, investment into our infrastructure, into our workforce and into our education is really, really key for this. 
And additionally, I wanted to highlight the, uh, they mentioned specifically operational technology and then actually implementing zero trust initiative and zero trust capabilities with operational technology. So as an operational technology, it's technology like like almost like a SCADA system or you know, it's, it's a technology that, 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 um, that is uh, operational in nature in terms of you know their you know switching their uh, actual operations of electricity natural gas you know pipelines you know the oils measuring you know the input output flows of you know energy and things like that um, and a lot of those are on legacy systems right a lot of those are on closed circuit legacy systems potentially um, and. Implementing zero trust on those essentially is saying, hey, we're, we're going to have to make sure that there's some type of policy enforced into with access and ease. There has to be some type of identity man access management implemented with, you know, whenever a technician or, you know, an electrician or somebody goes into a, you know, a box somewhere, there's going to have to be some type of, you know, identification, non-creation, things like that logging involved with the operational technology. So I think that that definitely presents a challenge um, for you know a lot of these companies um, in from the investment perspective, but also it comes from it, it's it allows uh, these companies to have more of a uh, what's the word I'm looking for uh, have more uh, outlook or vision or be able to see their operational picture better, right? Specifically when it comes to security, so it'll be definitely interesting to see how they implement that. You know, maybe, you know, as, as we go along in our journey, we'll meet some of these people in industry, in these industries, and, you know, talk to them, and maybe they can share their knowledge um, to eventually, you know, help secure our critical infrastructure, which is vital, um, and to um, provide that education, provide giving back to the, you know, American community for ensuring our cybersecurity uh, awareness and education. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, and it, it's uh, it's funny that you mentioned uh, SCADA systems. So I didn't even think about that. Like that was a, a big push back in, mm -hmm. uh, man, like the 2010s, I want to say, uh, in the uh, the Department of Defense. Like they were trying to trying to secure and shore up a lot of those systems. Um, so there's a big push. Like how do we regulate the things that regulate valve pressures and things of that nature that, like you said, are mm -hmm. low, closed circuit systems. Um, to protect them from the uh, the adversaries, so um, it's it's still out there. Like those those things still exist, um, unfortunately, and uh, they need a major overhaul or upgrade. Um, but we'll see what the future holds. Um, I, I think this initiative is 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 pretty good. That's a lot of money, uh, not as much money as I would have uh, uh, suspected up front, right? Like when we're talking about government money. However, it's the the it's a foot in the door, right? So Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's a, a a point where they can bring somebody in to to, to hopefully uh bring bring in a research and uh and then open up more funds in the future to protect these systems because 70 million dollars is a lot of money but it won't go very far that's like maybe one power plant <laughs> you know what i mean yeah like, right in the grand scheme of things right. um so we'll see what the future holds uh again this is a topic that comes up uh multiple times a year um whether it be for nefarious reasons because somebody's been breached or hacked or or what have you, or um, we get to see more of these initiatives as they uh, begin to, to trickle down. Um, so this year, 70 million, maybe next year will be 150 million, right? Like uh, as they progress. 
um, to pr protect us and uh, hopefully our power plants, our water systems, uh, and everything in between. So uh, definitely continue to tune in throughout the week. So Monday, Tuesday, our topics, Wednesday, discussion. Uh, Thursday will be hopefully Ask a SISP uh, with an interview. If not, it'll be a throwback. And then Fridays, everything else. Uh, I've consumed a lot of media over the holidays. So movies, books, games, all that good stuff. So uh, continue to tune in. Hit up all the websites that go by our name. You can hit me up personally. I'm at RyRy Security Guy. That's RYRY Security Guy. You can find me on LinkedIn, Clubhouse, uh, Twitter, and Threads. And you, Chris, where can they find you? You can find me under Chris Abacon on LinkedIn. There connect it is. There. Okay. Go ahead and connect with Chris. I'm going to have his thumbnail up as well, right? Uh, the show that he's on, on the show this week. Um, yeah. Continue to tune in. Stay safe. Stay secure.